You are listening to Nightmare Hour, Daydream Hour on Open Lines Radio. Follow E.E. Stone on Instagram at e.e.stone. Follow Open Lines Radio on Instagram at Open Lines Radio. And be sure to check out Open Lines Radio online at www.openlinesradio.com. Now stay tuned for Nightmare Hour, Daydream Hour. Enjoy! Inside of you, inside a world, inside a universe You didn't get to choose, you didn't get to pick the rules Or pick the past, or set the pace, or cast the cast and crew You didn't get to pick your starting place And though it was a race you didn't understand You simply lined up on the blocks And when the pistol popped, you ran And when you tripped and dropped, you picked yourself up off the ground And picked your scabs, and knew you had to pick a plan To end what you began as you got older, there were days of cold surrender, days of shrugged whatever's folded in with days of shocking splendor. But as time advanced, the lovely days were covered up from view by an advancing melancholy haze that hovered near the dew. Yet there were moments, there were these pure arresting moments when you stepped outside your head, outside your pain, outside control, outside the bullshit, out of body, out of rage, outside the need to get it, get it, you will never get it, that's okay. Situations with you issue someone fit too quick should sit you down and talk Ever wonder who's the crazy one? People walking to work as if nothing is off But if a person really got it, they would be cracking a bottle of the buddies had a looting from shops Other times you're alone, knowing nobody's home But you walk around muttering under your breath Second guess it should say, God damn it, God damn it, God damn it Just whispering soft Do you ever get lost deep in your thoughts? Triple when you think about the cost of seeing this through When you take your stomach in a knots that you don't know how to undo But do you ever have another moment after that? Where you can see there's no one way this has to be Or maybe that's just me
<sighs> it's uh, it's been a long time. <laughs> so I've tried to record this uh, probably three times now, and every time I do, every time I start, I get like less than a minute in before I completely blank and don't know what to say. But of course, today of all days, after a very emotional week, and I'm sick, and I have something to say, <laughs> so sorry if I sound horrible, uh, hopefully you can still understand me, but if my voice is too grating, I understand if you don't listen, so hey guys, I'm E.E. E. Stone, and this is Nightmare Hour, Daydream Hour, and... And the title of my podcast is uh, (laughs) resonant right now because everything is both a nightmare and a daydream. Everything is both amazing and horrible. Everything is wonderful and everything sucks. And that's how it's always going to be. (sighs) So I'm hiding. I'm hiding in the dark to record this, even though there's nobody here, nobody to walk in on me, and I don't know how other people record this around other people. Uh, I can barely record this with myself, and I feel ridiculous, and I feel like I'm just going to completely not know what to say at some point, so I just keep talking, (laughs) and maybe occasionally I'll stop and take a deep breath, and you can do the same with me if you'd like. Because uh, I know I do not breathe enough. I take very shallow breaths and I, well, I'm pretty much anxious all the time. <sighs> but something occurred to me today that I can't not share. And I just, something that I've struggled with for my entire life and just feeling like I wasn't good enough. And I know that that's something that everybody, everybody struggles with. So if there's one thing that we all learn to do, I think it's be your own fucking best friend. Just let that sink in for a minute. You are your only relationship. I am my only relationship. I am the only person that's ever going to be with me for my entire life. For every single moment. People have chapters in your life. Or they are chapters in your life. And this is coming from the girl who grew up constantly feeling like the third wheel or the weirdo. Um, it's funny how you remember the bad things so clearly. I remember vividly in fourth grade a girl 
who I really liked and thought was my best friend say, go away, you're annoying. (laughs) And I can laugh at that now because I'm just like, man, she was annoying. But that stung. That hurt so bad. And, you know, (laughs) I was thinking about it earlier and I feel like a cat. I feel like like cats go to people who don't like them, who are allergic to them, who do, who are not cat people at all. But that's the, that's the person they choose and they bond to. You know, me being a cat lover, always wanted all the cats to come to me and let me pet them and cuddle them. No, they would always go to my husband or other people who don't <coughs> who don't like cats. <laughs> and so that's me in a nutshell. I go to people who don't like me. But those, that's the people that I want to be friends with. And it sucks. It sucks to... And I'm saying this once again, you know, not to pity myself, but just to be completely honest that I don't have any friends. I have my family. I have my husband. I have my son. I have my extended family. But, you know... I don't have a best friend. I don't have somebody that I can, you know, go out for coffee with. And part of that is because there's been just, there's been so much death recently in so many aspects of my life. And people are losing pets. And people are losing loved ones. And I can't fathom losing somebody that close to me. So I I get it. <laughs> I couldn't be there for anybody. I couldn't be a friend to anybody. Heck, I'm not a good friend to begin with. I am probably pretty annoying, as you can hear from this conversation. But <laughs> the message below it all and below everything is that you're the only one who can be there for you. Always. And that's really, really fucking difficult, especially when we're all being poisoned. And that's, that's a whole other story for another episode. But, you know, basically society at large is, is not conducive to enlightenment, conducive to being healthy, being happy. Especially when, you know, You can go buy a full meal for like five bucks at McDonald's, but to get a really nutritious full meal of fruits and vegetables and quality meat, you're going to spend, God, who knows how much. The meat that I get is like $30. It's, it's, it's been a, it's been a journey and it's been definitely a sacrifice to, nourish myself because you know you can't spend your money on a bunch of junk if you're spending your money on nourishment so you know there it is friends are chapters in your life and unfortunately 
it's really difficult to find like-minded people, or at least I've found it to be difficult. (laughs) That, you know, there's whole law of attraction thing, and maybe I'm making it more difficult for myself because I believe it is, but it's hard for me to get behind that whole movement. It's hard for me to understand it. How many times have you been rejected and then gone home to reject yourself too? (laughs) Maybe this was what my first episode was all about, but I don't know how many times I had somebody tell me I was annoying and say, and say to myself, oh my God, they're right. I am annoying. How could anybody want to be my friend? And that's not true. (laughs) You know, and, and it's funny because I was trying to think back to what I did in fourth grade to annoy this girl. And I remember I walked up to her in the morning and I said, hello. <laughs> wow, is that annoying? <laughs> uh, you know. It's funny because now we live in an age where, I mean, I, I'm, I'm at an age where I don't have to be friends with people who are just around me by coincidence. Granted, I don't have a lot of people around me by coincidence. But like in school, you know, you have all these people around you that you just kind of end up being friends with because that's who you interact with every single day. And then, yeah, I mean, I guess we end up on the internet and we end up interacting with the same people every day on the internet, but then that's, like, you can choose who to interact with. But that's not to say that, you know, the unfollow button and the block button don't fucking hurt, because they do. Like, and I've been, I've been blocked by people who I thought were my really good friends, and it turns out that they were just perverts. Uh, you know, like, that's just... Once again, be your own fucking best friend. I was better at being my best friend at that point. I was better at being like, you know what, no. If if you're just here to look at me in my selfies, then you could go. I don't need that. I thought you were here to support me and my art and all of me, not just to look at me. Sorry, I'm not not here for that. And, you know, maybe that's its own problem. (laughs) Maybe I would have a lot more followers if I was here for people to look at. But it's not why I'm here. I have so much more to say than I have to show people, you know. Do you know how many more things 
are important than the way your body looks. Everything. Infinite. There is an infinity of ambitions that are being squashed out of people. We're supposed to be creating. We're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be growing things and planting things and making things and, and nourishing ourselves. And, and God, that, that takes a lot of time too. That I can't keep up with the dishes in this house. I can't keep up with all of our dirty clothes. Like, it's, well, once again, society's not set up for us to do that. First, they encouraged, I guess is a nice way to put it, encouraged women to go join the workforce. I'd rather use the term brainwashed, but we'll get back to that in another time. So that now, unfortunately, our currency is devalued to the point where we need a two-income household in most situations. That and the, the art of entrepreneurship is, is degraded and, and looked down upon in this country. Oh, you're going to fail. So what? At least you tried. At least you didn't just sit on your couch your whole life. Maybe you did. Maybe you tried from your couch. I mean, heck, I've made a bunch of stuff from my couch. But all jokes aside, society is set up for everybody to be f focused on being indoctrinated, whether it's in the workforce or in school, and then coming home and eating some microwaved ration, soylent green, whatever you want to call it. And then, you know, forcing yourself to go to bed after, or falling asleep at the TV, opiate of the masses. I, I love TV, don't get me wrong. I could sit and watch shows all day long. I'm more of a, I own a lot of my, my, my shows, my series, so I could, you know, you could call it Netflix binge. I, I like to binge my shows and just sit there and watch them all day long. But that's part of the problem. Be your own fucking best friend. You know, how many people have told me in my life that I'm just going to amount to nothing? And I've pretty much believed them for most of my life. And it's not true. Ask yourself where your thoughts about yourself come from. Ask yourself where, where does your opinion about yourself originate for me, it was just, a lot of it was from my parents, from being told my whole life, even though I loved being outside and I loved riding my bike and going for walks, I was always told that I wasn't active, that I wasn't athletic because my parents weren't. It's like, well, I'm not you. 
I may have come from you, but I'm not you. And I love to be outside and I love to go for hikes. And that has, and you know, it's, it's taken me so long to acknowledge that I don't do things because of the opinion of my parents. And that's not to blame them or say that it's all their fault or, or for me to just have a place to offload that and then go back to sitting on the couch sedated. No, it's so that I can realize that, no, I'm not them. I'm not my mom's opinion. There's nothing wrong with apple butter or maple syrup and going for hikes is a glorious pastime. And being in the forest is like simultaneously being in a church and also being shielded from all of the electromagnetic frequencies and radiation. <laughs> and, and it's like, you know, if I don't feel like myself in the winter when I'm sick, when I'm stuck in this house that doesn't belong to me, that's, that's been covered in poison for 30 years, once again, another another issue for another time. But, you know, everything's covered in pesticide. And it's like, I just want to go back in time before any of those things were invented. Go back to the log cabin days where we just kind of, you know, fell some trees and stacked them on top of each other to build a house. <laughs> you know, none of this... Uh, what do they call it? Stick stick board, stick construction houses like that. No more of this. No, no more asbestos containing insulation. No more. Just, let's just go back. Anybody, if you can build a, build me a time machine, I'd love to go back. And so I can't escape the reality of the fact that I live here, but I can't escape preconceived notions about who I am based on other people's opinions about me. Be your own fucking best friend because you're the only person who can decide not to abandon yourself. And I'm not saying that you won't but come back to yourself every single time. You're here for a reason, and not everybody gets the chance at life. Isn't that, isn't that an interesting thought? That I'm not just talking about people who died untimely deaths. I'm talking about people who never fertilized an egg. Eggs that never got fertilized. The, like... I don't know how many babies were aborted. Any, any number of, like, the people that never got a chance. We have a chance to do something. People sometimes don't understand what I mean when I say that. That you really, truly do have to love yourself first, and you really, truly do have to be your own best friend. And I'm not even saying that, like, you don't love your family. Of course you love your family. But you can only love them as much as you love yourself. And in my father's case, that's very, very little. And I feel sad to say that. But 
it's true, and I see that now. And I see where that's landed him in his physical health. My theme for this year is let go. I keep being led towards letting go and it's a lesson that I've never fully integrated. I don't know how to let go. I mean, I barely let go when my parents got divorced and my mom moved out. I I don't know how to let go and it's it's not something that you can teach. But I feel like it starts with understanding that everything is going to be okay <laughs> and that we're all one and that loving yourself is no different than loving your child. It's no different than loving your mother. <laughs> but so many of us speak unkindly about ourselves. And that's, you know, I come up, I grew up in a very sarcastic family and I grew up mostly with the influence of my mother's family. And I've always felt very close to my mother's family, to my aunts and uncles and my cousins. And we're all very sarcastic, and it's hilarious. We're, we're, we're a very funny bunch, but it's, it's dark humor. <laughs> it's not, it's degrading and sad sometimes. And I just don't want to be that way anymore. So here's to let it go. Here's to being your own best friend forever. You're the only person who can pick yourself up. Because there's nothing worse than you, yourself, kicking yourself when you're down. That's the last thing that you need, is to just leave yourself behind. No, we have to be our own healers, be our own lovers, be our own mothers. We are all of those things. I love you all. Thank you for listening.